It is that time of the week, and I love this day of the week when we visit with our friend Jamie Court. C-O-U-R-T is the spelling. Jamie Court is the president of Consumer Watchdog, and they are doing all of us the great service of consumer protection. So check them out, consumerwatchdog.org. And for my money, they are the best consumer group out there. Expose, confront, change is the motto. Consumerwatchdog.org applies one standard to all even-handedly. They go after the Democrats with just as much zealous as zealotry as the Republicans. I'm not even sure that's a real word. But our friend Jamie Court's been with us since virtually the beginning of this show. And we're almost at the nine-year mark. And there's something special about today's interview because we spend a lot of time on the U.S. Congress. We spend a lot of time on the president. Well, Let's talk about state legislatures. Jamie Court, thanks so much for coming back on the Norman Goldman Show. You know, this is one of my favorite places to, to be. I have great zeal for your show. <laughs> well, and you have the best words. I had the best words. I make them up, zealotry. I had the best I words. Mean, you know, just may hey, anyway. Jamie, thanks so much as always for being part of the team. And, you know, we do talk a lot about the national government because it's a national show and we have to be relevant for everybody and Congress and the presidency is relevant for everybody, the Supreme Court. However, we really need to spend time talking about state legislatures because there's one in each of the 50 states. They have tremendous power within the boundaries and borders of each state. They do tremendous amounts of regulation. There's a lot of taxing and spending. And if you think of each state as kind of a mini nation, there's a governor like a president and there's a state legislature like a Congress. And Jamie, the state legislatures don't get near the attention they ought to. There's all kinds of corruption and sleaze and graft in state legislatures. Hardly any uh, in-state papers and, and, and publications cover it, and certainly not in depth. And so we're really honored to have you because the California state legislature is about to shut down for, this, for the year. Uh, and, and so there's a lot of really big issues that the California state legislature is dealing with that have a national impact. So let's talk about the importance of state legislatures from the vantage point of the California state legislature. And Jamie, why don't we start with net neutrality? Because this is a giant issue that affects everybody. Is California state legislature, now that we're running out the clock here, are they going to give us net neutrality? It's possible. Uh, you know, we had a very big moment when the uh, fire chiefs couldn't fight fires because they had their data throttled back. And it is one of those last bills that will come up before the end of session, which is in California, midnight Friday, August 31st. And uh, I've been there so many years in the Capitol trying to stop bad things, usually not to help good things at the last minute, but sometimes it's to help good things. And literally, uh, the clock has to stop, uh, according to our Constitution, you know, on August 31st. So therefore, some days they need to go to 2, 3, 4 in the morning. They literally stop the clock and pretend, and then they legislate, you know, for a couple more hours. But it is, it is the day that all bills have to go to the governor. And net neutrality is one of the good ones that could pull through. It's, it's on the ropes, man, I will tell you. Telecom companies have a lot of power, and they do not want this to happen. Uh, and they are, uh, they are going to fight till the last hour. And, uh, you know, I, I, and, and I, I, I'm not sure what's going to happen. Uh, generally, things that are good do not happen in the middle of the night in Sacramento. Things that are bad, tend to happen at the very end of a session. We're worried about a couple of those. We just had a very large uh, bill 
important bill to create a 100% renewable standard uh, by 2045 in California, meaning we would not be using any fossil fuels. And uh, that's a good thing. That went to the governor. But there is something the governor wants, too, which is a bill that would create a Western market for electricity that would give our state laws to a Western regional governance structure where President Trump's Federal Energy Regulatory Commission would be able to invalidate our state laws. Legislators are really resisting this, but the governor is really, really pushing. In fact, in today's Chronicle, we had a bombshell with uh, the Chronicle reporting on page one that a Trump donor who also owns a fossil fuel power plant called La Paloma in California, Andy Beal, has petitioned the Trump appointees on the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission to overturn a California decision to kick out this fossil fuel power plant and shut it down, <laughs> not subsidize it. And, uh, and of course, it's Trump appointees to the FERC that will make this decision, one of whom works for a company uh, called Pacific Core that is, uh, you know, big in coal, 70% in coal, and wants to get into California with its fossil fuels. And yet, Jerry Brown, who is allegedly a a uh, big uh, person against climate change, which, you know, he certainly talks against climate change more than anyone, uh, but hasn't done much to curb fossil fuels, is in favor of this Western regional market, while, which the Sierra Club and our group and Food and Water Watch and a whole bunch of others oppose. So it's a crazy, crazy situation. And um, we are hoping that in the dead of night, this bill, which is ready to move out of the Rules Committee through a quick vote, doesn't happen. I think today is... Uh, article probably uh, puts the nail in that coffin. Uh, every editorial board in the state, liberal and <laughs> not liberal, like the Union Tribune, have opposed this bill because it's so outrageous. But in the dead of night in Sacramento, no one's reading the newspaper. You know, uh, they're listening to the governor, listening to the lobbyists for these uh, Western energy barons. So we have some good things that happen. They usually don't happen at the very end of the session. They happen like a couple of days before. And we got some bad stuff. There's also uh, wildfire uh, bailout of one of our big utilities, Pacific Gas and Electric, that's probably going to pass Friday. Um, it's not as bad as it could have been because wildfire victims still have the right to sue the utilities, but they're going to allow the utilities to issue bonds and put a lot of those costs on ratepayers and not enough of my shareholders. So there's a lot of bad stuff, but it is the way sausage is made. And some of the sausage, you know, is, is got botulism, and some of the sausage is 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 is, is the sausage you'd, you'd want to eat and put on the grill. Uh, but it happens all at the very end of the session because there's a deadline, and as you know in life, when there's a deadline, things get done or don't get done. Wow, Jamie, this is fascinating stuff, and the importance of state legislatures is shown really clearly here by the state constitution of California, because the state constitution of California, which is a real live, living, important document, says, hey, state legislature, you've got to be done by August 31st, which sets a hard and fast deadline, even though the politicians will suspend the clock and say, hey, it's not really midnight yet, even though it's 3 a.m., but if you're just hearing us, if you just join us, us check out our friend jamie court c-o-u-r-t is the spelling jamie court is the president of consumer watchdog and to say he is a veteran of sacramento is putting it gently jamie court has been a veteran of the wars in sacramento the legislative battles with all the interests uh for many many years so check out consumerwatchdog.org for all of their great work on behalf of consumers and jamie let me come back to the points we were talking about a moment ago because i want to make sure i've got this 
right, and it, it scares me a little bit if I do have it right. So let's get let's focus in on this Western regional uh, market that that it scares me because I don't want Wyoming coal interests determining what's on the grid in our state. I'm not a fan of the Wyoming coal interests. I'd rather have my own state's right sovereignty and. Assuming, as I know it's true, that Jerry Brown, the governor, really wants this Western regional market, which will cede power of the state, the sovereign power of the state, over to this regional authority, which will be able to overrule our state interests, and that'll be Wyoming, and I'm not impressed by that concept. But the state legislature is looking at this bill which would create a 100% renewable uh, standard by 2045 and 60% by 2030. And so mm -hmm. uh, is is the governor offering a deal here? Is he talking about a deal? I'll, I'll sign your bill uh, to give you your 100% by 2045 if you give me my Western regional market now? Is that what we're talking about? Well, last year, the whole 100% the, the renewable was held over exactly such a demand by the governor. Um, this year, there's some reporting by uh, inside uh, the Cal EPA. It's like an environmental newsletter. It's funded by journalists who allege that the governor is making that demand this year. I think it's very hard for the governor not to sign a 100% renewable standard when in two weeks he's going to walk into the Global Action Summit in San Francisco where all these world leaders are going to come to talk about what they can do to do more against climate change because Trump's not doing enough. Absolutely. And Brown's the host. And so I don't think there's any chance uh, that he vetoes SB 100 because I don't think he can afford to. But he is using that threat, I believe, behind closed doors to really try to leverage uh, AB 813 by a guy named Chris Holden, who is no friend of the people or the environment, uh, but is a friend of the utility companies and the Western energy barons. What's holding up this deal, interestingly enough, is labor, because Sacramento doesn't really care about all the editorial boards in the state. They don't necessarily care uh, about uh, consumer watchdogs. Or, yeah, you or me, for thing. that matter. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but they don't care about ratepayers. But, but, you know, they do care about labor unions who give a lot of money and butter their, butter their toast. And the labor unions have been against this western region market because they think it's going to take the jobs out of the state. But the governor is meeting as we speak, or the governor's aides are meeting as we speak with labor and trying to sweeten the pot. Now it's Thursday, you know, early afternoon. So do they give labor something on something that brings them on board with this thing so that in the middle of the night they can pass it over all the public opinion that is against it? That is what we deal with in these state legislators. They're little pawns, man. Wow. And the only, the only There's thing. There's a lot of really scum in that pond. A lot of scum in that we pond. We can make big waves. We can make big <laughs> waves and try to wash the scum away. But it, it is, yeah, it is. It is a. It's a fascinating microcosm because honestly, it is hard to. We had a couple. Of, we we did pass a, make a law this year in, in, in Washington, as you know, on uh, you know the internet companies being liable for online content, which is very unusual. But it is very hard to make new laws in Washington with K Street. It is not that hard to make or stop laws in state legislatures because they are small ponds. And um, that's dangerous because the people usually making those laws are the industries. Right. We did make a big law in California, right, with the online privacy protections that, are, that they've, the, the, the Silicon Valley has now gone to Washington to invalidate, uh, according to some new reporting. But I, 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 I'm, I'm constantly amazed at um, how a very small group of people the lobbying corps and a couple of legislators 
can change things for so many of us. So we've got to be there watching, and that's what, why we're, I guess that's why we're called Watchdogs. Well, and I, I love Consumer Watchdog, and one of the great services you do is what's happening in Sacramento because every state legislature, Jamie, just from my own amusement every once in a while, I just think about, you know, what's happening in the Montana state legislature or the Missouri state legislature, right? Or, or other states that start with M, like Maine or Mississippi, uh, you know, or even Arkansas. I mean, how much political coverage, how much in-depth analysis is given to the people of the states on what's going on in their state legislatures. And Jamie, time has run on us, but I mean, your presentation today really shows the power of state legislatures within states. And and even though California is, of course, a giant state with a lot of people, uh, each state has tremendous power and there's a lot of money at stake and there's a lot of graft and sleaze. We've been talking to our friend Jamie Court, C-O-U-R-T. Check him out. He's the president of Consumer Watchdog. You'll find him and his great colleagues at consumerwatchdog.org. And Jamie, I can't thank you enough for giving us this great tutorial on the power of state legislatures with our state as an example. And I, and we'll check in next week and see how these bills turned out. Thanks again for your time. Thank you. We can't wait for the sequel next week. Stay tuned. Thanks.